way this kind of started, that God brought this to my realization uh, a few weeks ago. The, the ladies are doing a Bible study. It's called Adamant. And uh, Tam is helping Nancy as they lead this Bible study. And, and she asked me a question about a particular Bible verse in the study. And uh, she, you know, was talking to me about it. And, and my brain was going there. Uh, last week, um, Walt was very transparent in, in just worship in Sunday school and, and shared about him personally wrestling with feeling dry. And uh, the message today isn't for Walt, and it's not for Tam, but what I felt like in my spirit was as Walt was sharing that testimony, it probably resonated with a lot of our hearts. Uh, a lot of us could probably relate to the, the expression of, of what Walt was experiencing, whether we've expressed that ourselves or not. And so I really felt like I wanted to wrestle with this dryness. And I went to a place and I'll tell you, God took me to another place. I started somewhere, and God had me finish somewhere completely different than where I started. But I believe that the message today is one that, that the Spirit of God has been speaking, that He's been bringing, that I believe that if we have ears to listen, if we let ourselves just listen to Him this morning, He's going to speak to our lives. We're going to look in the Old Testament. We're going to look at the New Testament. But I believe that God understands what we feel. And I believe that God's already given us the answer to what we're going through. And so I want to look at that answer uh, through, the, through the Old Testament and through the lens of the New Testament and just see what God is speaking in the moment where you might say, I feel dry or I feel thirsty. I'm just going to pray, God, we thank you that we are here this day. We thank you for the assurance that your word is living and active, that you are speaking to us a relevant message this morning. We thank you, God, that we've been able to enter your presence and experience your goodness through praise and worship. We've been able to hear from you an encouragement from your word already this morning. God, we ask you continue. So we yield self to you. We ask, God, that you would do what you need to do in this moment in these moments father for me my mind my thoughts i give them to you the words i pray your words would come forth for everyone in this room god that our ears and our hearts would be inclined to you that we would hear from you this day you would speak truth in our lives in jesus name amen we're going to start this morning in the old testament and the story we're going to read it's in the book of exodus and if you'll recall just uh, briefly, just so we're all on the same page, what's been going on before we read these verses. The Israelites, they've been in slavery in Egypt. And God has delivered them from slavery miraculously. Remember the plagues, and, and, he, and he calls out Moses, and the plagues come, and, 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 and Pharaoh finally lets the Israelites go, and then he changes his mind and pursues them, and the Red Sea parts. We see that before this, that that God has provided a direction for His people, a, a, a pillar of cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. He's directed them. He's seen, they've seen the miraculous. He fed them. Remember manna and quail. They came. Uh, there was a place they came to water, but the water was bitter. And so He gave them pure water to drink by just throwing their staff in. We've seen the provision and power of God that's followed His people. But we're going to see people with the condition of being dry and thirsty and what happens to their heart. This is, uh, we see it often with the Israelites. We're going to look at three different examples 
from them this morning. Uh, Exodus, we're in chapter 17. The whole Israelite community set out from the desert of sin, traveling from place to place as the Lord commanded. They camped at Rephidim, but there was no water for the people to drink. So they quarreled with Moses and said, give us water to drink. Moses replied, why do you quarrel with me? Why do you put the Lord to your test? But the people were thirsty for water there, and they grumbled against Moses. They said, why did you bring us up out of Egypt to make us and our children and livestock die of thirst? And Moses cried out to the Lord, what am I to do with these people? They're almost ready to stone me. The Lord answered Moses, go out in front of the people, take with you some of the elders of Israel and take in your hand the staff with which you struck the Nile and go and I will stand there before you by the rock at Oreb. Strike the rock and water will come out of it for the people to drink. So Moses did this in the sight of the elders of Israel and he called the place Massah and Meribah because the Israelites quarreled and because they tested the Lord saying, is the Lord among us or not? There's something about being dry and thirsty. Now, the first observation I made, this isn't necessarily a point in my sermon, but a point of recognition, is when we're thirsty and dry, it often affects the way we act. You ever hear being hangry? So hungry you're angry? That's exactly the condition we're seeing with the people of God. They are so thirsty that they're quarreling with Moses. They're questioning. I mean, Moses is afraid of what? Dude, they're going to stone me, God, if we don't do something. Can we do something now? Talk about the effect. Let me tell you, your dryness and thirst is affecting you and those that are around you. I know what happens in my life when I'm not intentional with my time in the Word. My family experiences what happens in my life when I'm not intentional with my time in the Word and my time with God. I become thirsty. Sometimes we don't realize we're hangry. You ever been there? You're barking and you're grumbling and you're complaining and you're whatever, and you don't know why you are, you don't want to be, but you are. And all of a sudden you realize because there's some food that you were really hungry and everything was fine after you ate that meal. And now you want to buy everybody flowers and make up. I mean, that's what happens. But spiritually, we're seeing this same dynamic happening with the Israelites. They're physically thirsty. And because of their thirst, they've already experienced all that God had. They've experienced Him set them free and provide for them. They've experienced Him part rivers and and, and send the plague. I mean, they've experienced all this, but they're thirsty, and it affects them and their trust, not just for their leadership, Moses, but for God himself. Are you dry and thirsty? Because what I love is, is in that verse, it says that Moses told God, just go strike the rock, and water will flow from it. And what I, what I like is that if we look in the book of Psalms, we see what happens when Moses struck the rock. Because when God provides, He provides abundantly. This psalm is going reference, it's referencing back to this time. He guided them with the cloud by day and with light of fire by night. 
and he split the rocks in the wilderness and gave them water, what? As abundant as the seas, he brought streams out of a rocky crag and made water flow down like rivers. God's provision was abundance. God's provision, it says in, in this psalm, it was as, bun, as abundant as the seas. Let me tell you what a river would seem like in the middle of a desert. Suddenly, God's provision for thirst is abundance. Psalm 105, they asked him and he brought them quail. He fed them well with the bread of heaven. He opened the, wa- the rock and water gushed out. It flowed like a river in the desert. I want to tell you this morning, if you're dry and thirsty, there's water that God desires to flow that is abundant, that flows like rivers in the desert. There's water that I want to talk about today that God is giving, that He will provide for you in your thirst that will, be, that will seem like rivers in the desert, as abundant as as the seas. A big giant glass of lemonade. That doesn't end, Roy. Country time. Is abundant. God desires to provide. How do I know that? Let's just look at the pattern we follow in the Old Testament. Numbers uh, chapter 20. I'm going to read verses 2 through 5 and jump down a little bit. Now there was no water for the community. The people, they gathered again in opposition to Moses and Aaron. They quarreled with Moses and said, If only we died with our brothers and fell dead before the Lord. Why did you bring the Lord's community into this wilderness? Thirst makes us grumble. It changes us that we and our livestock should die here. Why did you bring us up out of Egypt to this terrible place? It has no grain, figs, grapevines, or pomegranates, and there is no water to drink. God tells Moses in verse 8, Take a staff, and you and your brother Aaron gather the assembly together. Speak to that rock. And I want you to notice that he says, Speak. I'll come back to that later. Speak to that rock before the, excuse me, before their eyes, and it will pour out its water. You will bring water out of the rock for the community so that they and their livestock can drink. So Moses took the staff from the Lord's presence, just as he commanded him. He and Aaron gather the assembly together in front of the rock, And Moses said to them, Listen, you rebels, must we bring you water out of this rock? Moses raised his arm and struck the rock twice with his staff. Water gushed out, and the community of livestock drank. I know if you continue to read this verse, it seems confusing because God rebukes Moses. We'll come to the rebuke because Moses didn't obey God. God said to speak to the rock, and this time Moses struck the rock twice. But we see what? When people are thirsty, God provides. When people are dry, He makes a way, even in the driest place, He will make rivers. Another time, in Numbers chapter 21, from there they continued on to Beer, the well where the Lord said to Moses, Gather the people together, and I will give them water. Israel sang this song. Bring up a well. 
sing about it, about the well that the princes dug, that the nobles of the people sank, that the nobles were scepters, were scepters and staffs. I mean, all these times we see that, that the people of God, they're thirsty, but we see the heart of God that every time they're thirsty, He provides water. Water came from the rock. It sprung up from the ground. That when they were thirsty, God was faithful to provide water. Oftentimes, we have a beautiful thing. We have the New Testament to look at the Old Testament through. You know, oftentimes, what God was doing with His people was a foreshadowing or a picture. Uh, the, the big word is Christology. It just kind of gave an example of Christ. It gave us a picture for what would be fulfilled in Christ. Think of the Passover lamb and how, how that was fulfilled completely in Christ. A lot of what happened in the Old Testament was to prepare God's people for what would be fulfilled in the New Testament. And I believe that, that this, these stories that we've looked at, I believe because the verse my wife asked me about from her book was 1 Corinthians chapter uh, 10, verse 4. I'm going to read verses 2 through 4. They were all baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea. They all ate the same spiritual food and drank the same spiritual drink, for they drank from the spiritual rock that accompanied them. And that rock was Christ. What, what, what Paul is doing here in the book of Corinthians is he's, he's bringing us back to a place where we can look at what God did and see how that was fulfilled in the New Testament through Jesus Christ. So just like God produced living water, He produced uh, abundance of water through the rock. And, and again, I, I have to be very candid. As, as I uh, look at these verses, um, I, I, I tend to minimize uh, I Sunday school what God did. So when God says to Moses, go strike the rock, I mean, I just picture Moses going out with his staff, and he's got his long robe flowing, and he gets that staff, and it goes chip, chip, chap. And water comes flowing. But God said to do what? He said to strike it. I got the picture in my mind as we're looking at Christ. I got this picture in my spirit as we begin to wrestle with, with what, what God was saying, that the rock had to be struck. Jesus Christ had to be struck in order for living water to flow from. So this, this Sunday school understanding of, of tip, tip, I don't think that's the picture that happened. Or Jesus, or God would have told Moses, just go tap the rock. But he said, go strike the rock. There is something violent. There's something powerful even in the word strike. Jesus Christ was stricken. They struck him, right? Isaiah, it, it reads, uh, but he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him, and by his wounds we were healed. There was a violent striking of the rock that allows water to flow freely. The guards struck Jesus, and they said, prophesy, tell us who hit you. They struck him violently. It wasn't tippy-tap. Jesus Christ was the rock that has been struck so that we can have water today. 
John chapter 7. Christ is the rock. On the last day, in the last and greatest day of the festival, Jesus stood and said in a loud voice, Let anyone who is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. Because whoever believes in me, as Scripture has said, rivers of living water will flow from within him. What is the promise? He said, whoever believes in me, as Scripture has said, rivers of living water will flow from within them. Are you dry and thirsty today? Because I want to tell you, there's a promise. If you drink the living water, that there will be not just a little bit, not just a satisfying drink, but there will be rivers of living water that will spring up inside of you. By this, he meant the Spirit to uh, whom those who believed in Him were later to receive. Up to that time, the Spirit had not been given since Jesus had not yet been glorified. Christ is the rock that has been struck, so you don't have to be thirsty today. He's provided the water, so you don't have to be dry this moment. Just like in the old, here in the new, it's abundant. Water flows from the rock as abundant as the seas. Let me tell you, there is living water that is available to you that is as abundant as the seas that will flow from you like rivers in a dry land that God desires to bring forth from you to meet that every need. The rock has been struck. The water is flowing. We need to drink. John chapter 4. Remember this story about Jesus at a well? Jesus answered her, If you knew the gift God, uh, of God and, and who it is that asks you for a drink, you would have asked Him, and He would have given you living water. Sir, this woman said, You have nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. Where can you get this living water? He said, Are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us the well and drank from it himself, as did his sons and his livestock? livestock? Jesus answered, Everyone who drinks this water, that's the water from that well, will be thirsty again. But the promise is, whoever drinks the water I give them will never thirst. Because the water I give them will become in them a spring of water welling up to eternal life. I love what God has done in the Old Testament and what God is doing in the New Testament or in today. You know, the reality was that Moses struck the rock once. He got in trouble because he tried to strike the rock again. Romans, it says, um, that, that's chapter 6, For we know that since Christ was raised from the dead, he cannot die again. Death no longer has mastery over him. But death he died, he died to sin once and for all, but the life he lives, he lives to God. The rock was struck. We don't need to continue to strike the rock. What do we need to do? Speak to it. What did the woman have to say? I'm thirsty. 
people felt thirsty. The provision was there. All Moses had to do, he didn't have to violently strike the rock again. He had to just speak what God was providing, what God had provided, what God was giving, what God would continue to give His people. He had to speak the promise that God had made. Speak to that rock and the water will come forth. Let me tell you this morning, if you say I'm thirsty, the water will come forth because the rock has already been struck on your behalf. This morning, we just have to speak. We have to make our intentions known. My third story from the Old Testament. What did they do? Remember? They came to the, to the city or to the place called Beer, and, and, and God said that he was going to provide for them. And he said, go do what? He sang. Well, I love that picture. Because they knew. You see, God provided and He provided. So this time, they sang at where that well was. They sang, spring up, O well. There's faithfulness because I know there's water here. Spring up, O well. Spring up, O well. I, I know it. I know it. I know it. I know it's there. Spring up. Meet every need in abundance that supplies my thirst, that fulfills the thirst, I love it, of the livestock. It wasn't just enough for like the three million men and women that were walking, but enough for the three million men and their animals. Spring up, oh well. Walt said, and I'll, God gave him a song. God gave the Israelites a song. Many times the water, the refreshing comes through our praise of God as we begin to honor who God is and acknowledge what God will do. We begin to sing praises to God and, and all of a sudden that, that, that well that He's placed inside of us, it begins to spring up. But sometimes I need to be reminded to sing. The third piece of, of, of all this, this was probably, well, it says March 13th. I was given a, a word and reminded of it this week as I was already wrestling through my message. This was a word of what God spoke not just to me as a pastor, but to, to our church. It says, the river of life is flowing. The river of life is flowing. It's flowing for you. It's flowing for me. Step in, walk in, run in, dive in. Be refreshed. He made strong and full of life. His life in you is renovating. It is pulsing. He is pulsing through your veins, bringing new life. Every cell in your body is made new, new with God power. God power flowing out as the river of water of life. Life so pure, so holy, come forth and drink from this water flowing forth. And everywhere the waters flowed, all was made clean. No evil could abide. The waters flushed away the evil, and all was made clean by the water of life. The water of life flowing forth from his yielded vessels, yielded vessels full of the Holy Ghost and fire. Rivers of life flow forth, flow forth. There are rivers of life 
the scriptures that were quoted, the one was in John chapter 7 that, that, that I just read earlier today. Another one that was quoted on here was Isaiah chapter 32. It says, each one. How many is that? Each one, right? Everyone, each one will be like a shelter from the wind and a refuge from the storm, like streams of water in the desert in the shadow of a great rock in a thirsty land. I will tell you, God is making a promise to His church this morning. His promise is that from you will flow wellsprings of living water, that from you there will be life that comes in a dry land, that God will make you a wellspring. Who goes to the well? Whoever's thirsty, right? Who will come to you? Because you are the wellspring of life that God desires for to, to flow freely. But we're thirsty. We're dry. Well, let me ask. Has the rock been struck? Have you accepted the promise of that rock being struck? Have you accepted what that rock being struck means to you this day? That because that rock was struck, that because of what happened as that rock was pierced and bruised and beaten, that that I had the opportunity for eternal life. That's what that comes to. That when that rock was struck, that all began to flow. Have you accepted that promise? If you've accepted that promise, if you haven't, you need to accept that promise this morning to receive that, that wellspring of life. Maybe you say, Pastor, I've accepted that. Then tell God you are thirsty. Speak to that rock. Speak to the rock. Jesus, I'm thirsty. I feel so parched and dry. I've been grumbling and mumbling. I've been a not nice person because I realize that I'm thirsty. Jesus, I'm thirsty. That if you knew the one you were asking to draw you to get to get water or whatever, you would ask me for a drink, right? Because he's faithful. And he'll give you a drink this morning. He will quench your thirst this morning. Maybe you say, I got that. And I voice that I'm thirsty. Well, then maybe today is a day for a new song. Maybe a, a, a new old song. Says, spring up, O well, within my soul. Spring up, O well, and make me whole. Spring up, O well, to give to me that life abundantly because I've got a river of life that's flowing out of me. That river of life, it makes the lame to walk and the blind to see. It opens prison doors and sets the captives free. I've got a river of life flowing out of me. I believe that this morning God is calling us to either ask or sing. To receive, ask or sing. Receive the gift that came through the struck rock. Ask 
for something to drink or sing about that wellspring thing that's going to come up inside of you. And as we sing, as we receive, as we ask, I believe that rivers of life will flow from us. Rivers of life that do what? They bring life. Rivers of life that, 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 that bring the miraculous and incredible. Rivers of life that people come to. Where were civilizations formed? On rivers. People were drawn to rivers. River meant life. I believe God's got a river of life for every one of us. You guys can come forward. This morning as we listen, this morning as each one of us processes, what is the Spirit of God speaking to me? We hear and then we respond to God's Word. And now is an opportunity for us to respond to what God is is speaking. If we need to receive the promise for the very first time, Scripture is clear, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord, if you believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, that you'll be saved and that those rivers of living water will begin to flow through you. If that's where you're at, let's start there. You say, Pastor, I got that, but I'm, I'm thirsty. I'm dry. Spiritually, emotionally dry. Then ask. Just make a petition this morning. Say, God, speak to me. He hears you. He knows you. I love the promise that if I ask my God in heaven, I know that he hears me. We've got a God who listens to us, and we've got a God who will answer us because he's already provided water. And maybe, maybe we just need to sing a song. Father, I pray that we respond God, for every heart that says, I need that that taste of living water for the very first time. God, I pray that in Jesus' name they would drink the living water. God, if there's there's those that that are wrestling with thirst and being thirsty and dry, I pray that, that, that they would take a moment to be transparent with you. They would take a moment just to acknowledge before you, acknowledge who you are and what you've provided. God, I know you're the source. I know what you've promised. I know what you said would be mine. I know where you said I could get it. And God, I need a drink. I just need a drink. Let some water flow from that rock. Let it flow freely in this place. God, I pray it in Jesus' name that, that as we confess, as we say, as we make our needs known to you, that we would able, be able to take a drink. A thirst quenching judge is the water flowing from the rock. God, I'm thirsty. Father, I pray that as we in this room, as those who are here, as they make that known, 
is they let you know, as they let their voice and they let their heart resonate with you. That's where I'm at today. God, I pray that that river, that that water would begin to flow. And if there's some that need a new, a new song today, Father, as we get to that place, Father, as we get to that place, I pray that our song would sing, spring up a well. Spend some moments just, just asking. If you want someone to pray with you, if you say, I, I, I don't know where to go, I'll be here as a pastor to pray with you for the promise that God has given you. If you want to pray where you're at, pray where you're at, but make your heart's request known. picture I had as I was praying was just Jesus walking around with, you know, you're out working and your wife brings you a big cup of water and nothing like that. I just picture Jesus. He's walking around with cups and wants to just give them to you and take a drink. Just receive the drink that he's offering today. Take that drink and drink it in. And, 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 and I still want us to sing a new song. Here, I, I mentioned this song I, to our worship team. They hadn't been doing it yet. Spring up, oh well. And Carrie said, you know, it's funny. She said, God placed that song in my heart. She said, I just looked up the words for that a couple weeks. That's an old song. I want us to receive the drink that Jesus is offering, but then I want that wellspring of life to come up from within me. Yeah, that's for me, but that's for everyone else. That's for the world. That's for those that are around us. Spring up, oh well. Spring up. You guys can sing that song. I'd encourage you to sing at the well today. I've got a river of life flowing out of me. Makes a lame to walk and a blind to see. Open prison doors, sets the captives free. I've got a river of life flowing out of me. Bring up a well within my soul. Bring up a well and make me. bless you and keep you, may make his face shine upon you, be gracious to you, may turn his face toward you and grant you his peace, and may that wellspring of life bubble up from within you, and may your life this week be streams of living water flowing from you, amen.